Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello. Tinkeron, what's up, heroes? Uh, we're a little different today, but we are back to talk about My Hero Academia, episode 22-85, School We're wait, yes? Yes, we're all we're here. We're live. Oh, we're here. I was like, wait, that's fine. We don't need the music. (laughs) Uh school festivals start and it's with an exclamation point, but I would say that's a bit more of a question mark. Um liars. Yeah. Uh so we're all here and I know this looks a little different, but thank you so much for everybody joining us. Uh we do have live chat up, so welcome everybody who's joined us live. Um, let's everybody go around, say hello and what you thought of this episode. Let's start, uh, Veronica. Hey everyone, Veronica Valencia here. So this episode was much better than I thought that it was going to be. I think, you know, we have waited so long to see the school festival. And then when you're getting into this, you're like, ah, another episode that's not the school festival. But this episode had a lot of heart. I really liked getting to learn more about uh, gentle and labrava and kind of their motivations behind everything that's going on and how similar they are to some of our heroes oddly enough so i thought this episode had a lot of heart definitely mm-hmm. uh jamie yeah just to piggyback off of what veronica said definitely a lot of heart i loved um seeing more of a backstory with gentle criminal um he's definitely like a sweet soul so it's like it's hard to dislike him and um i love how labrava makes him better like they're better together so it was, it was a sweet episode and then ollie <laughs> a lot of heart y'all no no i thought i thought last week was kind of like a snooze fest to be honest there was so much action almost too much action but i feel like this episode had a good balance of like storytelling like obviously there's origins with gentle and la brava but also there's enough action, so it's just a nice balance and really sympathize with those quote-unquote villains. I don't even like see them as villains because they are very likable and you really sympathize with them. And really heartfelt with like getting to know their backstories, how tragic they were getting to where they are now, and it makes sense as to why they are villains. So sometimes these characters don't necessarily, I don't know, I, it just goes to show that some villains aren't bad people. And I thought they're a really good example of that it's definitely context is key like how they got there it it's one of those knowing the bigger picture and uh we got chandler in the chat said many feels with the backstories very true Mm -hmm. uh and so then with the episode as a whole i would say i agree it was much more entertaining than the last one i liked that there was more progress with the story that we had the action going on it was cute at the beginning with Kendo and Ninjiro and Bimbini <laughs> at the oh, beauty yeah. pageant. Those lashes that are like, woof. 
Um, so it was cute to see them like getting ready and like oh still lighthearted. Um, so what do we think that we have a moment where All Might and Midnight know that Deku's out and isn't back yet? Come on. I think they would be like, we need to go find him. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you would think that. I don't know. It's so weird because literally when that moment popped up, I didn't even question it myself as a viewer. So, I mean, I don't know if that's just me thinking like, oh, I didn't really question it. So I guess they wouldn't question it either. But you would think now that you bring that up. Well, I forget who said it, but um, somebody during our show commented, how, or someone in the chat even commented how like Deku is a magnet for villains. They just are attracted <laughs> to him. I sense Deku. Right? Uh, so we get that moment. Uh, we get that really cool thing. I liked how with Gentle Criminal, we get to find out that his quirk lingers. I mean, he mentioned it before, but we get to see it in action. And that was super cool how Deku used it to his advantage. What did you all think of that? Like with the air movement? Yeah, I thought it was really unique. I think it's really cool to see kind of his quirk and then how La Brava, you know, like again, makes his quirk even better. Um, yeah, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was so smart on Deku. Honestly, like I love... There's so many instances on the show where it's like, I wouldn't have even thought of that. So for Deku to on the fly be like, oh, this thing he said, oh, like very random, very like for a split second, I'm using to my advantage to take down this villain. I think it just goes to show like how important it is to be able to think on the fly when you're a hero in this sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It reminds me of when he used to take all those notes back in the day, like earlier seasons. Yeah. And now he's now he's like mentally taking those notes during the fights. So take notes, people. It helps <laughs> out in real life, basically. It does. It, you know, does. it worked uh, out for him. Yeah, there we go. Chandler also agreed. Deku's so smart to use Gentle's quirk against him, bouncing the shot around. Oh, man, at the end, that was such a good moment of like, yeah. where are mm -hmm. they? And he shoots it. I was like, like these the satisfying moments are so like yes mm -hmm. uh so we get first we get la brava's backstory uh iba and her quirk is love was anybody surprised by that i was like oh that's yes different i, I was 100 percent surprised by it because i legitimately thought that her quirk had something to do with like hacking your technology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. kept hinting at it throughout this entire like scheme that, oh, you know, you're going to hack the system. And, you know, we found out she's just a good hacker on top of this quirk. I had no idea her quirk was a power modifier, essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. They definitely threw us for a loop. Cause like, yeah, we I thought she was just going to be hacking everything, but for it to be love, it's, uh, it was just very unexpected. Mm hmm. It's very just kind of tells the story of like how he just met her and he accepted her like all of her didn't judge her so literally that makes sense to us to her quirk being love and i thought that was so beautiful and very like heart-wrenching just their story of like obviously she was made fun of for liking someone and she was different because they even like called out her being short and mm -hmm. like there's nothing wrong with your height being short and being discriminated for being short you know and like you know and even tall people they yeah. get discriminated against yeah. too so right. i mean i feel like that was so sad and she looked so tiny and so like her heart was broken and finding him someone who actually took her in and loved her accepted her unconditionally like i totally 
I wanted them to beat Deku, no, because <laughs> I felt for them so bad, honestly. But it was it was a really cool backstory. I wasn't expecting it. No, uh, yeah, we got Step B in the chat. I told you all you'll ne you'd never guess her quirk, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not. yeah. We haven't seen too that. many power boosting quirks that much where they're giving it to someone else, have we? Uh, not really, no. Yeah. She's like a support quirk, like kind of like how Recovery yeah. Girl, like, well, mm -hmm. she recovers people, but she's like the perfect sidekick for Gentle because she's literally there to support him physically and like mentally and with his schemes and putting him his stuff online. So makes yeah, sense. She's the only one who will. So <laughs> they <Literally>. her. <laughs> I thought it was just like, La Brava and it kind of morphs into Gentle's backstory, but I just thought like learning about their backstories was obviously so touching. And just the fact mm. that both of these people are looking for acceptance, you know, she just really wanted someone to accept her and mm -hmm. so did Gentle's so they wanted, and they both have these dreams that they want to accomplish, but because no one accepts them, no one takes them seriously. They have to do it by very unconventional means, but you can tell that they're still, they're labeled villains, but they don't have malicious intent. Like we even hear LeBron right. say this episode, he doesn't like violence. He doesn't want to resort to violence. It's because they're not evil. They're just on a mission to feel accepted. They found each other. And then that's, you know, it's a very touching that they kind of learn like, oh, no, I don't need numbers. I just need genuine, like mm -hmm. accepted. Exactly. They're a perfect pair because she has so much love literally and quirk wise to give and that's all he wants that it's like oh they are the match made in heaven and not necessarily like romantically but just as a pair they're so well suited for each other that i really like seeing them come together uh we know her power up is not permanent i liked uh present mike giving us the narration of her quirk <laughs> i was like where is he i know and he was so somber it wasn't like his typical a quirk yeah he was actually yeah. very chillaxed yeah. and yeah yeah kinda, it fit the the setting of the mood that was happening in the scene yeah oh i like this one so tanisha in the chat a theme in my hero academia is how each person each person's quirk also influences their personalities see la brava yeah. also see bakugo <laughs> yeah. definitely bakugo totally makes sense Todoroki because he's like hot and cold with his personality yeah, yeah. And then his past is just a lot. So, yeah. Yes. Um, so we get Gentle's backstory, Tobita. I thought that was an interesting mm -hmm. name for him. Uh, it makes sense of why we thought he looked older, because he kind of went through a really rough time. Because uh, we all were like, oh, yeah, he's he's much older. And then when we found out older, it was like, oh. But, like, what he had to go through and... He failed the license test four times. Mm -hmm. I, I wonder why he failed. His quirk is cool, but like what? I wonder what he did wrong to fail constantly. Some people aren't good at taking tests. I'm going off of that alley. Yes, people are bad at taking tests, 100%. But I also think like, as we kind of see, maybe he doesn't exactly know how to you like control his quirk because like we kind of uh, saw in that instance where he messed up a hero's attempt at rescuing and he injured somebody so yeah clearly he has good intentions but maybe he doesn't know how to like 100 control or use his quirk in certain situations and like he was saying he can't control of when he 
gets rid of his quirk or like when his quirk leaves certain areas. So maybe people saw that as more of a hazard than like a, a like a good like yeah. useful tool. Well, it is exactly because what did you all think of that moment where he uh, on not on purpose, but 100% causes an accident where I'm so glad that person didn't die. I actually thought the person died and like, oh, he's just very he's injured and but yeah. he'll be OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> it sucked because I feel like he's just misunderstood him and La Brava and him growing up has just been constantly misunderstood. And I think even in that moment, like everyone thinks like, oh, he screwed up. And like, I mean, he did, but it's just hard because he, he had good intentions of trying to help rescue that person that was falling. So constantly it's just, it's gut wrenching to just see him kind of fall and kind of have that, that just feeling of being condemned by society because of he caused that accident. And even his own family members, we saw in the, the flashback were mm-hmm. like yelling at him in some of the frames mm-hmm. and shouting at him. So that was, it sucks to not only be condemned by the public, but also your family members. So of course yeah. he, you know, went to villainy at the end of the day. So sad. Yeah. It all makes sense I- at the end of the day. You know, it also reminded me of, it reminded me of, um, have you guys seen Disney's Hercules? And so, like, before he became the Hercules, he was just messing up all over the place. That's what it reminded me of. Oh, um, yeah. It just, it makes sense as to why he's kind of, like, this outcast. So yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, like, I know we predicted this before, but I don't see him being a criminal forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Though. Uh, oh, go ahead, Veronica. Yeah, well, I kind of was just thinking about this, and I don't know if it really fits in but I'm like, obviously we don't really see it with UA because they're all characters who, especially like Deku really cares about people and acknowledges them. But I almost wonder, like we see that gentle is an outcast and I almost wonder if there's kind of like maybe somewhat of a disdain or like, you know, a dislike for the heroes by normal civilians or by people who have quirks but aren't considered heroes because we kind of see with gentle it's like he's so happy for his friend that he went to school with that he that he's a hero and has his own agency but that hero doesn't even acknowledge him he doesn't even remember him and so i wonder if there's kind of like you know some people are happy heroes around and other people don't like them because they're kind of seen as nothing in a hero's eyes possibly for sure I mean, we've seen glimpses into uh, just how people feel about others who have kind of more un, like, air quotes, useless quirks, Yeah, you know. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's essentially tapped into when we get the villains before early on that were like kind of the low-level petty crime people. And then when they got doped up, they're like, yeah, you're not going to look down on us now because now our quirk is really good. Yeah. It's just like, ultimately, I think kind of it, it, it's like an uneven playing field when you're trying to become a hero because you, everyone, no one has the same quirk unless you're kind of like related, like family members might have the same similar quirks, but you know, with your other, your, your classmates, your peers, it's going to be kind of a, it's a different battle to navigate. You know, the journey is going to be different for a lot of people because of the different quirks and how you're treated and, you know, whether you're rescuing people, whether you're trying to you know, do something not a, not, not combat wise. So it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just find it, it's going to be a different journey for each and every single hero, which is difficult. Yeah. 
Um, though I, I do question for everybody and those in the live chat. And also, if you are watching this later, please comment down below. Uh, that's still the same as always. Uh, so my question, though, is the backstories for La Brava and Gentle do make them extremely uh, sympathetic characters. Like you get a bit more context on them. They've been through a lot. But when Gentle and Deku are fighting, which was a really cool fight, which we'll get into that. Uh, Gentle kind of explains his motivation is that he just wants to make his dream come true. And essentially he does not care how negatively that affects everyone around him. And that made me dislike him even more than some of the more evil villains, because it felt like a, so, uh, such a selfish desire. Cause the other villains, when they're more evil, they're more like, we want to change society because society doesn't help all of us. But this is a bit more like my dreams, my way. If you're in my way, you suck. And I was like, okay, gentle, well there. And even Deku's like, um, what about all these people? So um, what are your thoughts on that when we get gentle's motivation? And is that uh, balanced out with his backstory? Yeah. Was that, uh, was, sorry. Go ahead, was, that, was that before or after he got powered up by Labrava? I forget. Um, that's a good question. Uh, did, I when forget. did that moment? I think it was a little bit before because he was like coming at him and he wasn't fighting as hard. Mm. Uh, but uh, I want to continue no, your train of thought there. I my only thing why why I asked that is because I'm curious as to why maybe he said that because Deku said something about him like what's his face gentle he fought people way stronger than gentle so i maybe he said that because that's what deku said so that was a huge blow to gentle's ego and gentle has a huge ego so i don't know i don't know if he just kind of like whether the power up got the best of him or was it deku's words that got the best of him to say that but that does that, that is a huge a good point that you bring up of why gentle said that not caring about anyone other than his own his own dreams so i didn't even think about that until you said that brought that up uh veronica yeah i think that it's it's no it's 100 selfish of him to think something like that but i think it goes back to just kind of you know i'm not saying that it's necessarily justified for him to kind of ruin someone else's dream for the sake of his dream to be fulfilled but i think it goes mm -hmm. back to basically you know the life that he had growing up where it's just like no one ever allowed him or in his mind like no one ever allowed him to have a dream so now yeah. that he finally has the chance he's like i'm gonna do it no matter what so mm -hmm. it, it doesn't it doesn't justify right what he's doing but i think in his weird twisted mind he's like i've suffered enough it's my turn to shine right you know yeah. even that even the chat saying like chandler says gentle tired of being pushed aside so now he's going to take what he wants and then mm -hmm. tanisha says gentle criminal mm -hmm. is in a way deku's flip side like what he could have what could have happened if he didn't get the support he's gotten so so it's like kind of that's kind of like the more villainy side coming out of gentle yeah no. I, think, I think also just like he's triggered not just from his his past but because he was rejected so much he kind of has an immature outlook on things mm -hmm. so he never really fully grew up in his mind and I think that's mm -hmm. also why him and Labrava even though we know she's not super young we kind of clarified that she's still younger and I think that's probably why he also um is able to hang out with her more because she validates him 
Yeah. Right. And she filled that void. Yes. And he, even though I know he said he was selfish, we do get that moment too where he's like, it's not just my dream because now it's him and LaBrava's dream. So Mm -hmm. I like that he's complicated instead of boring. Mm -hmm. I felt odd at points watching this episode because for me personally, I don't know if you guys felt this, but I was seeing similarities between Gentle and Deku. Obviously, they Mm -hmm. are going about things very differently. Deku obviously takes the moral high ground a lot and he's trying to be a hero, whereas Gentle is more selfish about his way of going things, but they both have similarities in that, like, they're watching out for people. They see people are supporting them and they don't want to disappoint everyone who has, you know, gotten them to this point and they both have dreams and aspirations. So I definitely saw similarities between these two characters and I feel like that even maybe Deku did kind of like at the very end where he has... um, uh, gentle like pinned down and LaBrava is yelling at him like don't take him away from me because it's like you know there's someone there who really needs this person and it's like just like you know Deku has people in his life who really need him mm-hmm. I'm pretty I think Deku does kind of have that statement where he's like oh we're so he says they're somewhat similar so um yeah that, that's a great moment what did you all think when LaBrava was crying and hitting Deku I felt so in the end, I feel way more sympathetic to her than I do gentle. Cause her, I'm just like, girl, don't cry. It's okay. I, oh, that part broke me just because it's like, you know, he had a rough upbringing. That's definitely for sure. But so did she. And she's just mm-hmm. trying so hard to, you know, she finally found someone that accepted her and she's so happy about that. And she, she just wants to support him. Like she's always been, everything about her is support. Like she's a supporting, uh, she has a quirk that is a support quirk. She, you know, is the support system. And I think that was just really hard to watch. It was just sad. Yeah. Jamie, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I agree. It was just sad to see, but it's also, I mean, we, we see it often in anime where you see someone crying, like, no, don't kill them. Don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was cute still, but it was, you know, I didn't, it was an overwhelming for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there we go. Chandler says in the chat, Deku fighting for Aries' bright future, gentle fighting for La Brava's bright future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, true. Yeah. Um, did um was it did I misread the subtitles? But isn't it like at the end when Deku has gentle pinned down, he's saying, like, you aren't like I've never fought someone as tough as you before. He did. I did see that too. And I was like, really? I, think I think it's mentally. I think for me, when I read uh, that, I think he's <laughs> seeing like, oh, I've battled people who are much stronger than you, like, but I've never fought someone who maybe Deku does feel sympathetic towards because he mm. sees where Gentle's coming from because he has the same sentiments. Mm-hmm. It's just their motivations and their ways of doing it are very different. So I think for Deku, it's really hard to you know, basically defeat someone who has a good heart and who has things that he wants to accomplish like Deku. Yeah, he's never fought someone that is, well, he's typical usually fighting people that are evil, like typical evil villains that are one dimension, whereas there's so many layers with La Brava and Gentle. So I think what you're saying is spot on. Like that makes so much sense that you're fighting someone who has such a more gray disposition than someone who's just more black, black or white. Yeah. Uh, so, so before they get to the fight, was anybody like, um, I'm pretty sure they're on school grounds. Where is security? Security took forever to get there. 
You're just like, okay, they need to have somebody. I mean, they, I know they have hound, but uh, it's like, we, we need more people patrolling and more regularly, especially if they're all busy doing a thing. So I'm glad somebody else that you guys noticed too. Um, so what did we think of that fight? I thought that was an awesome fight. Yeah, I loved the fight. I loved the animation. I loved, um, I loved all of it. I loved the fight. Yeah, I thought it was, it was very fun. It was very entertaining. Like we kind of said at the top of this episode, I think we all said something similar of like, it was a good balance of, you know, heart and storytelling as well as like the action scenes. I really mm -hmm. liked this. And again, I think it was just, it was a very good scene because you have the music in the background and then you have their like monologues happening over each other where it's like, oh, they're fighting, but you're seeing the reason what why they're fighting. It's like, oh my gosh, I kind of feel for you. Yeah. yeah, it was a good. It was good pacing. Like we got our time to know these new characters, Labrava and Gentle, and to kind of see it come to an end. It was definitely bittersweet. Like I want it to end. I want them to not die or you know get locked yeah. up because I actually generally like the mess characters. But I want them to like leave or I want to go to this festival for crying out out loud. Right. God damn it! Like Jesus Christ! But I'm happy <laughs> I got to know them. But I was also a little heartbroken that oh. Gentle's getting locked up, but what does that mean for Labrava? Is she gonna get locked up too, or did she actually get to get away? Like, I want yeah. her to have a bright future, as Gentle ha wants her to have a bright future. And but I'm also heartbroken because like she's she's wants to be with him. You know, how is she gonna be happy without him? You know, if he does get locked up, yeah, so they're they're um, literally perfect for each other. So it was heartbreaking, yeah. but also good that we're finally moving on to the festival. Thank yeah. you. So. Ollie, I'm glad you brought that up. So what did we all interpret it? And again, for anybody watching, we're only going with the show. So please don't get ahead with spoilers because this is kind of more speculation of where it goes, but still like a question. So uh, Gentle says, uh, essentially, he's going to turn himself in. And I kind of got the impression that he's going to be like, it was all me. Labrava is not part of it to essentially make it so they might just let her go or really reduce what sort of punishment. Uh, how did you all interpret right. that? bit i mean that's exactly how i interpreted okay. it i i thought that because gentle kind of sees at the end of the day of you know even though he wants this recognition from so many people really he just needs recognition from the person who is already who has always been there which was labrava and so i mm. definitely interpreted as he doesn't want her to get caught up in this mess mm. that he's created and so i think he wants to take the brunt of the punishment or he wants to be the one that you know gets in yeah. trouble for everything i want i think he wants her to kind of just not get caught up in everything yeah. i agree yeah. with that especially since he he like flicked deku away so yeah if he that had to mean something that had to mean that he was trying to take all the punishment so labrava could walk away clean so deku yeah. wasn't there to say anything or to say like no these two are both in on it so that's why yeah. he flicked him away literally flicked him away yeah jamie did you add any more on that i was just gonna say i mean it shows how much she cares for labrava too because she's done so much for him so i think that if he mm -hmm. you know if, if he didn't take any part on that he would have felt really guilty and i just i yeah. think it shows his character for sure so uh that's why i like i like his character i don't see him as like a true criminal no yeah definitely not on the scale of severity he's not as bad as we've seen um i like this in the i didn't notice this or i hadn't thought of it please clap in the chat it says this fight is the first fight that deku won by himself 
without breaking any bones. That's right. Yeah. No, blood, no, no bloody fingers, broken limbs. I know. Right? Like I always oh, cringe when that happened. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Purple fingers. Ooh, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Dragon Videos points out, referring to LaBrava, she could go down a darker road if Gentle went to jail, which I, he says that too. He's like, mm-hmm. she'll probably do worse things alone. So we'll right. see. She's a bad influence. Yeah. Like Toga. I yes. wonder, uh, and again, for everyone watching, we're only watching the anime. We're not reading ahead to the manga. Yeah. So again, this is just speculation, but I wonder, it's kind of hard because UA and like the hero world is just under so much stress right now because so much has happened with the League of Villains and everything that just happened with a uh, um, yeah. overhaul that I wonder if, this was years before where we had more kind of, I guess for lack of a better word, like mundane villainry where it's like, you know, robberies and like stuff like that. If they would kind of let these guys go because they would see, oh, they're villains, but they're not like malicious. They're not evil. But because of the times that they're living in now where there's so much stress and everyone's kind of on a lockdown, I feel like they're taking every precaution. So I'm not sure. Because it's I, out of the I'm severity just, of what could happen, they're like the weakest criminals, but they're still causing a problem. So yeah, so I guess I'm kind yeah. of just wondering like what their fate will be. Yeah, right. I wonder if we'll get that because they, all things considered, they might not show it. They'll just be like, oh yeah, they like they might just say what happened. Uh, it, it depends on how much of a follow up because you know anime does that a lot. They're like, oh yeah, that thing that time, and we're like, did we miss an episode? Yeah. No, we're well, just there, randomly referring to it now. Yeah, there's definitely more. There's like bigger fish to fry, like the yeah. League of Villains, who are yeah. still out there. Obviously, that yeah. they're still trying to track down, and obviously everything that just happened with the Yakuza. So, yeah. I hope their punishment isn't that bad. I really generally yeah. don't. Community service. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Okay, have so their, wait, another- have their YouTube channel like. On yeah. like restriction or something. I don't know. <laughs> Semi calling. Yeah. Semi calling back to security and something I guess I wanted to ask too. Um, and a thought, because this would be more like with uh, a couple other characters. So goddess anime says they're down the hill, down the mountain, and then it's the weak Wi-Fi. I think referring to like not having enough um uh security. I'm like, they have technology. Hatsume could have like cameras set up and they could have motion detectors and oh hey, wait, something's moving. What is it? Oh, it's just a squirrel. Ignore it. Or it's like, come on. But, yeah. I don't know. Uh, this is when it's interesting when they get into the really big details of a show and the world, and we're like, oh wait, what's the next step? But we'll see if they do more of that. Or maybe in the manga they address smaller things of that scale. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, any other thoughts on this episode? Mm. Ready for the festival. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes. Better episodes than the last episode, but I'm ready yes. for this gosh dang festival. Yes, yes. yes. these performances. All right, uh, we'll do some lightning predictions in <laughs> just a second. Um, so even though things are a little wonky here, we'll still do our Japanese word of the day. I, I noticed, and then I looked it up and I didn't see it, so maybe this is more of a phonetic thing. When he was referring to La Brava's name, is it meant honey? Did you guys notice that? Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. So, but when I looked it up, they had a different word for honey, but maybe that's a more um, 
if somebody knows it, more specifics of Japanese, or maybe that search term of endearment as opposed yeah, to actual like honey, honey, like that you yeah. eat. I don't know. I don't um, know if that's the same in Japanese. Well, the word for honey, like to eat it, is uh, hachi mitsu. So hachi mitsu. Hachimitsu. Yay! Good job, everybody. So for the Romaji spelling, it'd be H-A-C-H-I-M-I-T-S-U. So we get our little The More You Know music. <laughs> um, all right, so let's do some quick predictions. Do we think the festival is going to happen next episode? Yes or no? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it better. <laughs> I want to say yes, but I've said yes for like the past three times, and I've been wrong. Mm-hmm. Wait, what was the question? Sorry. Is the festival <laughs> happening in the next episode? Oh, yeah. I, there's, I, like no, I, okay. there's no villain. Like, there's no villain. I think what the, well. the, the antagonist, well, there's villains, but I feel like the antagonist is more so the rest of, like, like yeah. uh, class B, for example. Like, them, like, kind of like looking down on class A because they still mm -hmm. have so much to prove. And, like, no, yeah. we're not just doing this for ourselves. We're doing it for the whole entire community of UA. We're going to stand strong yeah. together. We're going to fight the coronavirus, you know? <laughs> so that's what I think like the more so like the problem moving forward as the remainder of the season because like we just took down like another villain or Deku took down another villain so I think that's like yeah, the main issue you know they have to resolve all right and they're gonna uh, do it they're gonna slay it's gonna be like Coachella okay it's gonna be Coachella okay. <laughs> it's Coachella that's actually gonna happen <laughs> oh, yeah I think we're definitely going to get the festival, I think, finally. And I think we're going to see Ari just have the best day of her life, which I'm so excited to see. It's going like, to be so please, adorable. Please. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I definitely want to just see her happy. I'm happy to just see her, like, mm -hmm. smiling more. I'm wondering, though, like, which class is going to have the better performance, class mm -hmm. 1A or 1B? Oh, that's that like performance. This, that's right this <laughs> festival. Okay. Okay. Juliet, Lord of the Rings. I kind of feel like it's going to be 1B. But I thought you could kind of great. Okay, okay, but who's gonna win that beauty contest though? Nejere or Kendo? Oof. Or that one, that mess, that mess with the eyes. No, Bimbini, <laughs> I don't want her to win. No. She, was, she did the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, this girl, how did she win last yeah. year? <laughs> yeah. No, we need some fresh blood in that. And I would root for Kendo or Najiro too. It's like, yes, come on. Yes. All right, nice. Um, well, thank you so much to everybody who watched, joined us live, and bearing with us. And uh, I know the things were a little different, but you know what? We got to talk about anime. My Hero loved having so many of you in the chat. And if you're watching this, this later, please comment down below. Uh, it was so fun to talk about this show and just, you know, nerd out on anime. And yeah. So uh, where can everybody find you all? Let's start. We'll start in the Ollie. Where can people find you online? Hey guys, you can find me during uh, quarantine at Ollie Dreamer on Twitter and Instagram and check out my cosplays at Ollie Cosplays on Instagram. Jamie. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at it's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J-A-I-M-I. And Veronica. you can find Yeah, you can find me, Veronica Valencia on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Also, the Sword Art Show is still happening. It'll be a similar quirky format like this. But you know what? We're going to still talk about anime. And we'll be back next week. Probably a similar way as that. Please, everybody, stay safe out there. Uh, we love you. And we'll see you next time. Sayonara.
Maria Menunos would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.